You've tuned in to Dear Mommy Devotional Podcast. I know I am not the only mom who has been angry and totally confused with what God is doing on this motherhood journey. Being a wife and a mom, I understand the challenges. I'm your host, Rhea. With transparent stories and scripture, you will learn you are not alone and how God is your present help. You ready? Let's go, girl. Hello, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I'm telling you, you are just amazing for always tuning in. As you know, we're keeping up with um, the series, How to Be a Friend. This is actually our last episode for this series. It is, we're um, pulling from the scripture, Romans 12, 15, that says, mourn with those that mourn, cry with those, I mean, (laughs) rejoice with those that rejoice and mourn with those that mourn. That is my go-to scripture when I always try to remind myself how to be a friend. And that's basically it, a blueprint, be be there with them. So in this episode, um, in previous episodes, you've heard of different moms, moms that had children with autism, Down syndrome, um, different things. But this episode is just general, um, how to be a mom to a friend, no matter what type of child, uh, or no matter what her child might be going through, or not going through, just how to be a friend to a mom. And I'm so excited to bring on our guest. Her name is Allison. We did a live together. And after that live, I was like, I have to have her on the podcast because she is awesome. I love any mom that is transparent. And I love what her Instagram page says. She is here to help moms turn their, I'm not, it's not verbatim, but turn their uh, hard moments into testimonies. So I absolutely love that. I'm about mom tribe. So Allison, thank you so much, girl, for joining. How are you? I am doing so well. I'm super excited to be here. So thank you, sis, so, so much for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely, girl. I messed up, uh, I messed up what your Instagram page um, said. I'm going to try to pull it up right now so I can say it correctly. Inspiring moms to turn tests. That's the word. Test into testimonies. I absolutely love that. Um, And I just love your your heart for moms. So thank you again for joining. Let's hop right in. Tell us about you, who you are, what do you do, all of that. Yes, all the things, right? All the things. So yes, yes, again, so happy to be here. Um, Allison Calloway and a little bit of what I do. Gosh, I feel like when you're asked this question, you really look at like all of the hats and it just makes me personally like want to run away, right? But, (laughs) you know, I am a boy mom um, to the most incredible four-year-old little one. So really, really happy to, to wear that hat. I'm also an entrepreneur, so I have the Mama's Movement, which is a community for Christian moms. And I also have my business coaching and consulting business that I do solely for moms that are looking to start businesses um, and really like give themselves space to walk out their purpose after having kids. Because we know 
that can be a difficult thing. You know, sometimes we put ourselves on the back burner and I did for so long. And so now I get the opportunity of like bringing other moms with me to say like, wait a minute, your dreams are still possible. Um, And I also do a lot of public speaking. And when I think about like all of the hats that I wear at the core of it all, listen, I'm a daughter of the king, okay? I'm a king's kid. I'm a Jesus kid, period, period. Like that's just it. So literally that is who I am, a daughter of the most high. I love that. I am, I tell people all the time, is no way possible you can be a mom without Jesus. You need his guidance. And I think that's what pushes me so much um, with my page and also connecting with other moms um, that that push the same thing because it's, it's so important for moms to know one that they are loved by Christ. They're not forgotten by God. Their prayers are not unheard, um, but they are a daughter of a king um, and their identity is in Christ. So I am, I'm so, I'm with you on that um, of being a daughter of the most high. What was, what was your reaction when you first found out you were pregnant? Yeah. So quite honestly, I was numb. I was numb. You know, we're all met uh, at motherhood with so many different things. You know, some of us are overwhelmed. Some of us are ecstatic. Some of us are like, oh my gosh, you know, but I was just really numb in that moment. I wasn't feeling well, had to go to urgent care. And she was like, oh, there's just this, you know, GI bug going around. You've probably got it. But just because you're here, we test all of the women for pregnancy. And I was like, surely not. I just (laughs) surely hit the bug. Um, And then surely it was. And so I'm sitting there, I'm getting IV pumped into me and the doctor comes into the room and she's whispering and she's like, I got good news. You're pregnant. And in that moment, I had to decide how I was going to respond because yes. to her, it was good news. Exciting. To me, it was still numbing, right? Yes. And so I'm putting up this facade like, okay, well, while she's in the room, let me just pretend that I'm happy. Yes. And so I remember just saying like, oh my gosh, but my eyes were like so wide. I'm like, I hear you, but I'm still processing. <laughs> and I really want to cry. So can you yes. leave? So it was like this weird moment. And then when she yeah. left, I just sat with myself. I didn't cry. I, I didn't do anything. I, I called my boyfriend at the time yeah. and we were just talking through it, but I was so numb, Rhea. I was just yeah. so like numb. And it was also a reminder for me that we have to be careful about how we show up for people when they're greeted with motherhood, because not everybody arrives at it the same way. You know, yeah. some of us really do want kids. Some people do not. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they don't love their kids now any less, yeah. but it was just a reminder for me because she was so happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to match your energy, even though I don't <laughs> know how I'm feeling. So uh, yeah, that was my reaction, I was just numb. I'm so happy. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I, 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 I didn't, well, one, I knew I wanted you to come on the podcast because I just loved the live and just our connection and everything, but I'm so happy for this story because it shows motherhood in a different light. I've been saying this on the other episodes that everybody's journey to motherhood is not the same and it's not always as easy as the commercials make it seem. Um, And you're so right with that 
we have to be mindful of when someone say they're pregnant um, or find out that they're pregnant, watch their reaction first, <laughs> you know, let, let them speak first because you don't know what, what it, what it is, um, what it feels like. I remember when I said I was, um, I was having a hard time accepting that I was having a son. You know, so many people came to me talking about, I mean, you know, you should just be happy regardless that you're having a child. Mm. You don't know the things that I've gone through to get me to that point or why I felt the way I felt. Um, and so you're so right to, we have to be mindful when, when women bring up about being pregnant or not wanting to be pregnant, it's okay. It's absolutely okay if a woman doesn't desire it. And like you said, just because she may have not desired it in the beginning, even though she had a child, you know, sometimes it takes women some time to grow to love their child, but it does not mean that they don't love their child. It, it, some, for some people, it takes time. It's not an instant connection for some women and we, we have to be okay with that. So I'm so grateful you shared that story. What was the hardest part in throughout either your pregnancy or motherhood, which whichever one you would like to say? Yeah, so a couple of things here, you know, if I'm being honest, I think in full transparency, one of the harder things that I had to do um, and kind of kind of deal with was the idea that I was not married at the time. Mm -hmm. So yes, we were in a committed relationship. No, we were not married. So was it ideal in the eyes of God? No, right? Yeah. And so even though I had to do work to like accept the grace that was given to me, society has a way of not allowing you to do that in the way that you should, right? Because once I got to a place where I said, okay, I know my father has forgiven me. I know that there is grace available for me, all of these things. Then I had to deal with the societal pressures. You know, what does society say about being a single mom? Who am I now? What is my identity now? And all of these things, like I had to now begin to tell myself, begin to explore when this was never my plan I'm like of all people got like me this is this is what you brought me to right and so that was that was one of the the harder things for me um and I think I would also say was just navigating and adjusting there were so many yeah. like transitions that occur mentally yeah that I was not prepared for. Yeah. Um, and I had to meet myself in a new way. Yeah. And that was very hard for me. Yeah. Um, shortly after I had my son, I suffered with postpartum depression for about four months. Yeah. And here it is, I'm a new mom. This is supposed to be the happiest time of my life. I can't even connect with my baby. Like I see him here, I do mm -hmm. love him. But there is a disconnect somewhere. You know, there were times like, honestly, I didn't even want to get out of the bed. I don't even think I showered. I just, I was like devoid of motivation and hope. And so that was something that I had to learn to grace myself, to forgive myself, to be yeah. patient with myself. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I always say like, just as these babies are being born, so are you as a yes. mom. Exactly, exactly. And you never stop learning. I, I, I try to tell moms all the time, 
throughout motherhood, there will always be a moment that you're new at something. When your child turns a teenager, that's your first time being a mother of a, of a teenager. When your child becomes an adult, that's your first time being a mother of an adult. Even if you have multiples, it's your first time being, <laughs> being a, a, a mother to that particular child. So you are absolutely um, right with that. Um, what, what kept you encouraged to throughout that, throughout that hard time in your journey of motherhood? What, what kept you going or what, what got you to a better place, I should say? Oh, God. The word of God, literally the word of God and the promises of God. Yeah. And just being reminded, one of the scriptures that I held on to so closely was to lean not unto your own understanding, yes. but to acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Yes. And I got to a point where I just cried out, where I just acknowledged, where I just surrendered. Yes. And I said, you know what? You know, the word says that we can boast in our weakness because that's when he's made strong. Yes. And once I did that, literally he started to literally show me I'm right here I'm ahead of you I'm directing you you're not going to lose you're not going to fail I've Go got ahead you. And preach girl yes <laughs> girl let me stop let me stop let me stop but it's the truth the promises of God in church right now <laughs> But they're so rich. His promises are so rich. Yes. And when we take off the idea that we have to do it all, that we have to control, that we oh. have to be okay by this date, we're removing him from the throne. Keep him Look, on the throne. As Black women, there is freedom when you learn to stop being so independent and you learn to depend on God. Yes. That's one thing I want to point out in, in what you just said. But also, when you are going through a hard time, any part of your motherhood journey, ask God, what is the scripture? What is the song for this season? Man. When I had my season of um, my husband and I pretty much being homeless, I mean, if it wasn't for uh, his parents, I, I really don't know where we would be. Uh, we had no job, no house, nothing. And my song for that season um, God, it's by Lauren DeGale. I, I believe the title is I Will Fight For You, but that just continually, continually, continually played. Um, and for my postpartum depression, I think my song was, um, oh God, I forgot the name of the group, but it's, it's like Psalms, 100 let me see anyway it God always I love that God always either he's going to give you a song or he's going to give you a scripture and you hold yeah. on to it you repeat that scripture over and over you repeat that song over and over and let that just continue to wash you because sometimes when you are going through your hard time in motherhood you feel like God is probably silent but that's him still showing you his love I would remember times of being so depressed and the minute I turn on my uh, Spotify or Pandora, the first song would be my song for that season. Any, wow. Or the whole playlist would be about God fighting for me and God not uh, stopping until um, 
so I I'm, I hope moms that are listening that you you hear that to to really seek God, take the time to pray to God. God is the one that's going to get you through the moment. If somebody's listening right now that's dealing with postpartum depression, I assure you, you have two moms here that has dealt with postpartum depression. And if we can make it through by the grace of God, by the encouragement of God, by the love of God, I assure you that you are going to make it through as well. Um, Allison just preached. I'm about to pass the offering plate. If anybody wants to um, (laughs) chime in and, you know, drop some, some offering. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I thank you for being transparent. And I'm, I'm going to go a little deeper in your transparency um, and ask you to kind of talk about what it's been like being a single mom. What what was probably the, the high of it and some of the lows of being a single mom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I will tell you, it is a process. It is a journey. You know, there are some seasons where I'm like, all right, I've got this. I can carry the weight of the world. And then other seasons where I'm like, zero out of five stars would not recommend, right? And so (laughs) it is such a process. But when I tell you, God has literally told me from day one, where you are does not change my promises for you, Mm. right? And that is something that I had to remember. So when I'm tired, when I'm exhausted, when I'm confused, when I am resentful, right? When I'm feeling all of these things, I can still remember that his promises are still the same toward me. And Mm. I have to be honest, it's amazing how God will use like the hard things that you go through in life to like literally catapult you to purpose rear. If it was not for me becoming a single mom, getting in the lowest of my lows, questioning my self-worth, questioning my identity, questioning my value, my ability to mother, all of these things, I would not have this movement. It would not have been birthed. Like it it would not have, but God was like, Allison, I'm actually using single motherhood for you to be able to be a bridge for another mom. And I said, in my selfishness, I'm like, I love other people, but uh-uh, I don't want that to be my portion. But in my surrender, yes. I'm like, God, if you can use me to be a light with the things that I've dealt with, yes. so let it be, yes. literally, right? And so it's not easy. I will not get on here and say that it is easy, that it is fun, that it is ideal, because I am sharing the load that two people are called to carry, right? At oh, any yes. given time. That is what I'm doing. But what I can say that I'm so grateful for is the grace that God gives me every single day to not only do the minimum, but to do above and beyond, to show up for my baby, to show up for my businesses, to not leave myself behind. And I just want to encourage, you know, any other single moms that are out there, like you can do it. You may not have that spousal support right now, right? But it's coming. The right person is coming. But listen, it doesn't change God's promises for you. That's the reality. So cry about it, scream about it, talk about it, do whatever you need to do, but then get back up and get on your square and keep moving forward. 
Amen. I, I love that. And I, I want to also say this for single moms, do not compare your journey to a married mom, because just, just because a, a, a woman is married, it does not mean she has it all together or she even have the support of, um, there's a lot of, in other words, there's a lot of married women out there who are basically like single moms. They don't sometimes have the support of their husband. So don't let Instagram fool you. Don't let social media fool you. Continue to get the, the support. I love Allison's page. Um, it, Allison, if you can say the, um, the name of your movement. Say it one more time. The mama's movement. Yes. Because um, mom, you need, whether you're a married mom or a single mom, you need your mom tribe because you're going to have some highs and lows with motherhood. And um, you, you need moms that understand. That's, that's, most, that's important. But most important is you have Christ. Um, yeah. He's the one that's going to get you through it. Um, what we're going to get into the friendship portion with a few questions here. And that is what was the most helpful thing that a friend did for you, a friend or a family member did for you came over without me having to ask, listen, I'm all for boundaries. Like, please don't just pop up at my house. Right. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, a lot of times if, you know, someone is a new parent, right. Or even if someone's going through something, it's like, what, what's the number one thing we say, Oh, let me know if you need something, but how often are we really going to say that? Right. And for me, you know, I am very independent and the Lord is working on me and that, but I am very independent. And so if somebody's like, Hey, let me know if you need me. I'm like, gosh, I really do need them, but I'm really not going to say it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like my community, my village, my tribe, I thank God for them every day. It is so rich. It is so mm-hmm. strong. But what they would do, pop up. We're going to Allison's. And when we get there, here's some food, give us the baby, go lay down, not come and talk to me and entertain me. Like they created space for me to feel comfortable mm-hmm with just doing something for myself. You know, there would be yeah. times when my sister, she lives in New York city. She would get on the, the plane or a train, come over, get the baby. And I get to go get my nails done. Now it's the smallest things where people yeah. just show, like, I'm not just saying I'm committed to you, but I am. And I'm going to show you by showing up for you. And this new baby that you've brought into all of our worlds. I love that. I, another mom I know wrote about the same thing on her Facebook page of it's nice when people say that because people really, most people really do have the in, good intentions. They really want you to let them know. But there are times when I think you just need to pray to the Holy Ghost. God, how can I help Allison with her baby? God, how can I help so-and-so with their baby? Um, Don't just wait for the mom to tell you, but depend on God. He might just tell you, go drop some food off, go go buy some, um, give give them a gift card somewhere. You know, some moms ain't gonna trust everybody, but if you know, (laughs) you have a trusted person, go buy and not, have the mom entertain you like Allison said but just be there so she's able to take a nap she's able to take a shower okay 
Amen, Especially in that first uh, first month, every time my son would go to sleep, it, it was always, should I shower? Should I eat? Should I nap? Which one should I do first? <laughs> All three may not get done, so prioritize. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, sometimes only one got done. Listen. Um, That's all right. <laughs> but yes, I, I totally agree of taking the initiative. That's the word. Taking the initiative of, of just being there. What um what do you wish people would understand with your with a motherhood journey? What what is something you wish people would just understand about moms? Yeah, honestly, and I love this question so much. Um, but that I'm not who I once was. I'm not who I once was. Um, you know, my desires change, my needs change, my capacity changes and sometimes especially with those that are not moms because in my like close-knit circle I'm the first one to have a, a, a child you know um yeah one of my other friends in our circle she just had a baby a month ago but my son is four so you know I was sort of like out there on my own when it comes to like my close circle and I felt like there were some things they just didn't get and maybe the pre-baby Allison would would feel the same way but I would just wish that people under Understood that like the Allison you knew prior to my son is not who you're you know entertaining today and so be gentle with this person be graceful with this person um because this person is changing at a rate that she's still trying to process and control so that's what I would say I love that. I've, and don't be afraid to let people know that. I, I had one of those conversations with my friend and I just laid it all out in, in a text message. I was like, you know, we haven't spoken in a while. This is real with kids. I don't do da 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 I do da-da-da-da. I don't go out during naps or, you know, like just letting them just know, reintroduce yourself sometimes. Um, and, and don't be afraid to do that and learn who you are, learn what works for you. Don't, don't try. I try to tell moms all the time, you will never be the woman you was before children. You can't. Never. It, the day has passed. The time has changed. Things are different. You've learned new things try to learn this new person and love at every single ounce of her because she needs it. She needs your love. So learn who you are and love the person you have become um, first. And I agree with um, what you said, Allison, let, let people know you're not the same and it's okay that you're not the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my last question what is what is a no-no in regards to motherhood? What is something people on the outside who may be moms or not moms should stop doing? Overstepping boundaries. Yeah. Overstepping boundaries, you know. And, and maybe you can relate, but for me, you know, coming into motherhood, everybody had their opinions and this is what you need to do. And this is what you don't need to do. And don't do this and keep the baby here. And I, it just became so much. And then when my son came, certain decisions I made, like I breastfed my child for two and a half years, 
my decision, right. my body, right? right? And I would just get little like snarky comments and he's too big for that. And it's just like, if I wanted to do this until he was seven, it's my choice. Like, right. let me be the parent, right? right? And so I would say we have to stop parenting for other people. Right. And, you know, sometimes I won't lie, some unsolicited advice is welcome. If I can feel that your heart is pure and your intentions right. are golden and all of that. But if you're just like talking at me, you're not giving me the opportunity to like learn and grow. And maybe I am doing this wrong, yeah. but some things it's like, you know, experience has to be your best teacher because as a mom, you know, God has equipped us to be the number one in our children's lives outside of him, right? Yeah. As the mom. And so it's like, it's important for us to be empowered as we're growing, but how deflating is that for everything that you do for somebody to cast that down? I'm right. never going to learn. I'm going to constantly feel inadequate. I'm already feeling inadequate because I'm new to this right. space. So I would say moms and non-moms alike, we have to step, stop overstepping our boundaries. We right. have to. And if you want to give advice, ask it first. Have you tried this? Simple. Not, girl, you need to do this. I, I, I tried to tell you, or, you know, don't, yes. don't because one, every child is different. And I did experience the same thing in regards to breastfeeding my son and him not sleeping through the night. So many people blamed me I mean, could it just be my son that doesn't want to sleep through the night? Like, why is it me? Why is it my fault? One person told me he's not sleeping through the night because I'm still breastfeeding him. I mean, he's not even a year. Can I get to a year? <laughs> but that's just how he was. And it was it one, I'm already sleep deprived because I'm confused of why my son is not sleeping through the night. I've tried everything. Stop telling me to keep him up late because it still doesn't work. <laughs> but so I'm dealing with my own emotions of feeling like a failure because I can't get him to sleep. And then here you come telling me it is my fault. So you're kind of putting a nail in the the low self-esteem I already have of being a mom. So I, I, I always, now becoming a mom, I'm, I'm very careful with advice and I'm not perfect. I've made my mistakes, but I do try my best to one, ask the Holy Spirit, ask my friends first, have you tried this? Um, what are you currently doing? Or, you know, things like that, or just not say anything at all. Just understand, yeah. you know, every child is different. Absolutely. Or even say your experience, you know, I had the same troubles. This is what I tried. This worked for me. Maybe it might work yes. for you. And I, I hope people heard those words. It might work yes. for you. This worked for me. In other words, just because something worked for you as a mom doesn't mean that it's going to work for every other mom. So be very careful of putting uh, uh, the responsibility of what a child don't do on the mom. We must also remember that our children also have free will. And so if a child is acting up, it doesn't mean that the mom is not being stern enough or disciplining. I mean, that's just 
the sin in us, <laughs> you know, but seriously, <laughs> so I am so with you of being so gentle, um, with how we approach mothers with our advice and our opinions. Cause at the end of the day, it is just our opinions, um, and, and seeking God that that's one thing that my husband has taught me is, is seeking God before I talk to someone. Um, because it, it's so helpful because sometimes God will tell you not to say anything. And sometimes God will tell you to say something. So yes, I'm complete agreement with that. And thank you, Allison. This is the the end of it. Um, I thank you for being so transparent and um, I loved all your answers and I, I pray that everybody that listened, enjoyed it, was encouraged. Um, and if you didn't need it today, you can put it in your pocket for when you do need it. Um, but yes, Allison, thank you. Thank you again for joining me. This was so awesome. I always love just talking with you and having these conversations. So to share on this platform is just even better. And again, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. Yay. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. Like I say, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Be sure to tune in next episode. I'll see you there. Bye.